You're listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network on BingeMedia.net. And now, a TV Roundup Commentary. All right, that's enough of that. Welcome, everybody, to Binge Media's TV run of commentary for House of the Dragon, Season 1, Episode 8. I'm your host, Alex and Sierra, and I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Jack Valley. Yo, yo, yo. Well... What it is. We're, we're what back. it is. We're back this week. We got, mm-hmm. we do have to do a make good at some point for episode seven. But we're back this week for episode eight. We got a couple more mm-hmm. episodes to the end of the season. And uh, you know, I was away for four days, not really checking the internets, and um a lot of a lot of uh comments on the time jumps. Especially this episode. I think it's just hitting a critical mass at this point, Jack. Give me some thoughts. Mm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of ins, a lot of outs, a lot of what have yous. You know, a uh, mm. lot, lot of things going on. I, I will say, after I finished watching this episode yesterday, I was immediately very excited to do this commentary. So, interesting. Okay, we are all queued up. Look, we're just going to skip the intro this week. We're going to skip the intro. We might do that for the rest of the season, but today we're going to skip the intro. And you should have your file queued up to one minute and 46 seconds. We are after the intro and just about to start the first scene of the eighth episode. So here we go. Three, two, one, go. Let me, let me know uh, audio level for you. I can't kill it. Just, just a tad. Just a tad. Down a bit. Down, down a bit. bit. Down a bit. Yeah, there, that's good. Okay. Nice. Uh, I love fucking Driftmark. Driftmark looks like a cool place. I love this great hall. Yep. I love yep. this uh, this this kind of like driftwood throne. I think that's what they call it in the book, in the universe. <clears throat> and um, I look, I, I just listened to the last this past week's binge cast, and you mentioned now Chad hadn't seen it. Uh, mm-hmm. Episode seven, you were talking about that, and uh, they need to stay away from these fucking. I I'm with you. We, we we talked about it offline. These exterior shots where it's nighttime, and they don't. They're they're very obviously not shooting at night, but putting like that grayish bluish sheen over everything, and it looks fucking stupid and terrible. So yeah, I mean, we didn't talk last week, but la- last week was just a fucking visual abomination like it it just a lot of that episode looked bad and Mm -hmm. it's funny because this episode opens with with this particular conversation and you're inside but i still think this looks pretty fucking bad it's yeah and Mm -hmm. i was talking to a, a buddy of mine last night about this episode and you know, he he and I were watching off the same file just at different times, and we both noticed how terrible it, it looked. And it kind of made me realize that one of the real downsides of everything being on streaming now and not being made for a theater, mm-hmm. 
they're shooting with these high, high, high end digital cameras where in camera, I'm sure this image looks 30% better than it does here. But now you're broadcasting out to a wide audience on a variety of, you know, internet bandwidth levels, devices, screens, like there's so many other factors. Mm-hmm. And I think that cinematographers are either getting too up their own ass with this shit, or they're just getting really fucking lazy. I th- but I th- sorry, go. Nah, just whatever it is. I think there needs to be a bit of an awareness that, like, you're not making content for a theater. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to make sure that people can see it, and it's a real fucking problem, man. It's it's like my one real major gripe with this show this season. Um, you brought up something on the binge cast too it, it, when it when it comes to that and it, that's what makes me think it's probably the latter which it's yeah. they're just being lame and and not really giving a shit is mm. you you mentioned a scenario where somebody would be like supporting like still supporting it's like oh it may look shitty just adjust your tv should fucking right. have to do that i shouldn't have well, to fucking just be jacking up the brightness or contrast to fucking see a person's face and here's here are the two things that I say. <clears throat> I think it's it, it honestly may be laziness. Okay, number one, and obviously that scene is already passed. But if you looked at like the flesh tones on those people talking, and then just look to the side to see what's behind them, mm. everything behind them is dark gray. It's pixelated. You can see like a boxiness to it. Yes, there's a lot, of and noise, their faces yeah. are clear. Absolutely, which which tells me that there's not enough light. I mean, you would you would have that boxiness everywhere, that mm-hmm. noise, you know. And the other thing going against it, and granted, I've I've stopped watching it until this season's over, but then I'm going to bounce back over to Rings. Mm-hmm. You look at Rings, man, and it is not even fair to compare the two. Like it, yeah, yeah. it looks incredible, and and then you go back to this, and and it ah, there's just a drop off. There really is. All right, but a scene like this is going to get my A Song of Ice and Fire nerds flowing. I mean, I mm. fucking love this scene just because, uh, look, it's Dragon Eggs, and yeah. it, it's not a – so they're on Dragonstone now. And that this is what a lot of the Targaryen people would do is they would kind of go around Dragonstone and just, like, dig for dormant – eggs or even just like any eggs whatsoever yeah, yeah. real and, quick real quick yeah, yeah, yeah uh what do we think of 80 year old bill burr here <laughs> oh fucking billy tart blood <laughs> old fucking billy dragon balls over here oh, fucking billy dragon tamer over here oh, God. yeah he looks great Fucking love him. Yeah, but uh, just to go back to that real quick is, yeah, that's something I fucking really enjoy because it's not something that is detailed in the books all that much. Like they just, Mm. oh, so and so found a clutch of eggs. This person found a clutch of eggs, but you don't see the actual act of somebody pretty much just digging for eggs. I don't even know what the Mm. fuck he was cutting into. How do you know to cut into that? You know, right, right. Fucking love that shit gooey fucking membrane jizz or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. See, this is a fucking scene that I was like, oh my god, these kids are older again? <laughs> right. It. And she's pregnant! Well, you gotta, you gotta keep pumping out them offspring, son. 
fortify yourself within your family. You know? mm-hmm. The fucking balls on Rhaenyra, though. Like, <laughs> it couldn't, couldn't be less obvious. Mm-hmm. These are not Targaryen kids. Oh, yeah. These are not Valerian kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which <sighs> actually is a kind of cool that it was so obvious in the, in the main series, the Game of Thrones series, yeah. that the Baratheon children weren't actually from Robert. And, you know, right. the seed is strong and all, that all fucking that whole thing. Mm. Because it, it carries over here. And uh, <laughs> there's a very fucking obvious on the nose slash face later on reference to the original series that just really bothered me like it's too much you know what else is getting me a little bit how come we've got like three or four time jumps Mm -hmm. and we've gotten i don't know three right well three or four generations of like targaryen dynasty valerian dynasty yeah why are they all named aegon joffrey viserys like don't they don't don't any of them realize, like, hey, you know, they, like, we could name them something new, like, or, or like, let, let's try David this time, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. anything. <laughs> like, it makes it really difficult to, you know, sign greeting cards and get stationary. And let me tell mm-hmm. you something: as a John the Fourth, mm-hmm. the amount of mail that I get for John the Third and and you know, Granddad, and he's been gone for ten years now. It's oh, absurd. Yeah. Like this becomes a problem, uh, you know. Oh, of course, you're like okay. Um, to uh, the happy name day, Viserys. Right, right. Is that two s three s's? <laughs> uh, no, it was two s's. There's one in the middle and there's one at the end. Okay, Viserys. Okay, you forgot no, the two. No, because that's, Lord. A, that's the second one. So you gotta make sure you gotta put the two in there. Right. It's like, all right, just fucking fuck off. Have a base no, no, this. Lord. Why am I filling this off? That's the wrong Viserys. You want to send it to Viserys Jamal Targaryen? Yes, that one. Really. <laughs> He's part Valarian. That <laughs> 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 was right there. I had to pick it up. Now is this the oh, Great man. Sept? Right, the Great Sept. Oh no, that's the Red Keep. I don't know if there's any other. Well, maybe the Baratheons, but these fucking banners, the House Targaryen mm. banners, are the shit. Oh, so cool! Just bold as fuck, black and red. And then, uh, yeah, the Baratheons, the House Baratheon. Ours is the Fury. That's my. Uh, yes. that's probably my favorite house, aside from Dorne. The uh, Mexicans of the Westeros. <laughs> of course. Yeah, the time jumps are, uh, they're obviously, like, achieving narrative things, but there's also some stuff where you're just kind of like, hmm. So, six years since they, like, defected and got married and did their own thing, and now they're just coming back and, like, it's cool? That that, Mm -hmm. that seems like, I don't know, it seems like that that might not be right. It's weird. It's a weird... uh, well, I mean, here. she's still the king's daughter, right? Like she's still the right. prince, uh, the princess. Um, right. I think they're married. Is is uh, Rhaenyra and Damon married at this point? I'm not sure. They uh, they had a ceremony at the that's end of last episode, so I assumed that was marriage. Okay, so not not only is I mean they, that's a pretty they're still pretty powerful. 
Like the name still means yeah. something. The lineage still means something. And uh, Damon's station as, uh, you know, the Prince of Dragonstone is still pretty powerful. Right. <laughs> this is hilarious, though. Fuck about, look at our boy Rice. He's just like, get on with it. So I've been trying to place this. Olivia Cook looks like somebody to me. And I, mm-hmm. I think I, I've nailed it. I think I've nailed it, but I need a second opinion here. What do you got? Does Olivia Cook remind you of Johnny Depp? <laughs> no. It's fucking weird, man. Maybe Johnny I'm talking Depp's early. Daughter. I'm talking early Johnny oh, Depp. I'm talking Johnny like Depp. Oh, the really high yeah, exactly. Johnny Depp. Okay. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. I might see something about that. Okay. <laughs> you know, like right on the edge of Sleepy Hollow, Johnny Depp, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Before he got into Secret Window, right? Okay. Yeah, before he started, you know, marrying chicks that shit in his bed. Little Emily Bluntish. A little bit. See, little Emily Blunt in there, but it's. She I'm got talking too small of a face for for Blunt. I'm talking. You take away his little fucking mustache goatee thing, and this is like prime Christian Dior Johnny Depp ad uh, right here face. That, that's what I'm saying. It's almost like from hell, Johnny Depp. Oh shit! That's like uh, you know, like like a like a blow, Johnny Depp. You know, yeah. somewhere in there. You'll never see the second century Eamon Targaryen. Shoots him. <laughs> oh, that was such a bad movie. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Great graphic novel, bad movie. Is Leota the dad in that? In blow. I remember in that. Yeah. Oh, I, I was talking about From Hell. Bad movie. Oh, oh. No, I, I, yeah, I, I like Blow a lot. Blow's but very soap opera-ish, though. Uh, yeah, and and Leota is the dad, and he's fucking great in it, too. It's yeah. awesome. You know what? That might be that might be a rewatch. I, 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 honestly, I haven't seen it in... It's got to be 10 years, at least. It's long. It's long. Yeah. It's long. It's, uh, it's pretty good, though. Pretty good. Pete and I have been talking about doing a commentary for that for a while. Yeah. Now, our boy Viserys, Sarah. My oh, man dude. has seen better days. Here, here's what I'm going to say. Uh, you know, if... And I've seen a little bit of the discourse around this show at this mm-hmm. point. You cannot deny uh, Patty Constein as as a great actor. Like, this is a great performance. I mean, from... Episode one, mm-hmm. going up all the way through. It's funny seeing his performance in like transformation now. To me, the time jumps have been worth some of the the awkwardness that we've like felt around some of them. Yeah, true. Because it because it's kind of allowed this character to be the that like focal point of all that, you know. Were you digging what he was doing or, or no? Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, again, I think one of the things that I've mentioned throughout this series so far is Patty's ability to, like, bring you into, like, his emo- his emotional state and his, like, psychological mm-hmm. state and his uh, inner conflict. 
And you can't do that. A bad actor can't do that. Right. I mean, this is brutal here. Like, I feel like that's my grandfather or something, you know? And it's just like, fuck it. Yeah. Damn it. Keep an eye on, I mean, uh, just well, somebody watch this guy, you know? Yeah, just, you know, make sure that we're stocked on uh, on the tapioca and, and the one with the strawberries in it, you know? Just, yeah. Just mm-hmm. get that done. And any fucking Oakleys that are laying around, make sure one of those fucking lenses is off. He doesn't need it anymore. Make him into fucking... <laughs> make him into eye patches. Come on. And make sure that the Nintendo DS is charged. We don't want to go through that again. Please. Nothing worse than granddad getting up. Mm-hmm. Walking over to, uh, you know, get a little Super Smash in. And then all of a sudden he's at 10% battery life. And uh, it took enough energy for him to get up out of the bed and walk over there. Now he's going to go back empty-handed. <laughs> nothing but his dick in his hands. Come on, people. See, this is hilarious. She's like, these are my other children. You know, the ones with the Targaryen blood. Right. The full Targaryen blood. These blondies here. Now, Viserys II, well, I don't, oh, no, Patty is Viserys II. This is another Viserys. Uh, I don't know what happened. Ooh. Whoa, I almost went into a spoiler there. Now, you're going to forgive me for asking this question again, but I think you can understand my frustration here. But So she's got another egg on. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. still not the Duncan egg? Still not the Duncan egg. We got another two Aegons to go after this guy. Jesus. I do think it's interesting, though, how, like, rapidly Viserys is aged. Mm-hmm. And Damon still looks like, you know, pure as fuck. I mean, that might be a little weird. I mean, maybe, maybe this is... Lord of the Rings inspired, but he looks like an elf from Rivendell. Absolutely. Motherfucker does not age. Yeah. She just does not give a fuck. (laughs) She's like, okay, I gotta deal with this, but, you know. Then she's like, hey, hey, look, I want to get out of here. I want to go and film the sixth Pirates movie. Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> Can you fucking hurry up? I got a deposition to do in a couple hours. <laughs> It'll take me one hour from Dragon back. Look, it's been a long day, and I hate when people shit in my fucking bed, man. You know, just let me... Yeah, the old Aegon's a fucking little piece of shit. Fucking asshole. Yeah, well, this this Aegon. Yeah, yeah this Aegon here, the older one. Yeah, right. Although Amond, 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 Amond One Eye. Amond. Amond One Eye is gonna be a fucking beast. That dude is ready to fucking throw down. Yeah, I won't spoil anything too much. I'll just say that 
You know, he does take to the sky in battle. Am in one eye. I mean, you don't give a character one eye and make him look like a certified badass like that unless you're planning to act upon those uh, impulses. Oh, so. yeah. It's, uh, is that like a, it's like Chekhov's eye, right? Sure. I mean, if you're going to take a man's eye out, then he's got to be useful for something. If you put a gun in a room, if you write that there's right. a gun in a room, that gun has to be used at some point. Right. And if you're right that a motherfucker has no eye, mm -hmm. yeah, you get it. <laughs> then it means his son has to have his eye out, too, or something like that. No, Punch this bitch! Oh, exactly. Pete, come on. Pete. Exactly, Pete. Yeah, Allison's just completely out of any fucks to give. She's like, yeah, I know you won't see shit, because if you do, I'll chop your fucking head off. <laughs> here you go. I know you get fucked in the butt and all that stuff, but mm -hmm. uh, here's like ten pieces of silver. If you sit on it, it'll heal, heal your butt, <laughs> and you'll be just fine. <laughs> it's kind of like the silver bullet in reverse. Works the opposite way. But this uh, this abortion tea, you're going to really love. And thank right. God that there's a, a strong queen, the head of this monarchy. Otherwise, it might be hunting the gallows. That's right. Bitter tea. It's, uh, so it's weird that this, uh, this came up as a plot point again. I can't remember what podcast I was listening to, but it was... I think it was a screenwriting one for uh, maybe Gladiator. And they mentioned how the idea of, like, forcing a woman to drink bitter tea after she's been raped is something that's actually brought up in the Bible. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's, that is, that, that can't be right. Oh, did, oh, my bad, Jack. Did you say you wanted to see Aegon Dingleberries today? Because we got Aegon Dingleberries today. I mean, I didn't say that I didn't want to, so... That's a good point. How much are they just making Aegon to just be a fucking piece of shit? Yeah. Since he was little, you know, three episodes ago. <laughs> I mean, his interactions with his mother, one of them is he's standing in a window, jerking, <laughs> jerking off, off on top of Flea Bottom. <laughs> <laughs> And now he's just bare-ass naked, not giving a fuck about anything. Telling you, the fucking rich kids are the worst, man. No, yeah. They got it all, and it's not enough. Who are you pulling for at this point? The, the blacks or the greens? I, I, honestly, I, I, I think it's the Targs. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, you know, I, I get where Allison was coming from with the first bit of bullshit that she dealt with. But at this point in the story, she's, like, what, 20 years removed from her father being ousted as, like, speaking out against the crown and Rhaenyra. But, uh, I don't know. Like, her father has been hand of the king now for a while. I feel like at a certain point... I would, like, put that aside. Like, how long do you want to hold that kind of grudge for, you know? Mm -hmm. 
also like it's if, not I was just gonna say like if Allison um you know just kind of stepped aside and was like all right Rhaenyra they, you know there's your birthright like no succession fight or anything like that right. I, they'd still be pretty fucking good you know like you're not right. living in, living in flea bottom you're not getting jizzed on while right. you're living in flea bottom you know, you're not desolate. You're not. You're still pretty fucking high up there, but you know, fucking powers of. I mean, there's been, none of this story has revolved around like like major battles or mm-hmm. like or, or like conflicts of that sort with, with these characters, at least at this point. Um, yeah, it's just a. I don't want to say shocking, but but definitely a significant lack of uh, awareness of of how good they have it. I think yeah, it's a fair, fair thing to recognize. Well, I mean, your answer is kind of surprising a little bit because you are a man of law and of order. And mm. if the law of succession says it should be one thing, I feel like you would be like, yep, it should be this. I think, and, uh, yeah, so you're right. But I also think that the ability to control dragons kind of trumps that for me in this world. Sure. Yep, absolutely. Or at least maybe not control, but like wield, live alongside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that is such a, uh, a Trump card that I feel like can't be overstated at this time in uh, Westerosian history. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you noticed, but there were two people just like hacking at each other with swords with long dark hair. Yeah, they're twins. They're going to be very huh. important to this whole story. Really, they're in the background right there. Yeah, the two guys with yeah. the long hair, and they show up once again at some point during this episode too. They're, uh, I think they're red wines, house red wine. They're okay. they, Sir Eric and Sir Eric. One is starts with an E, one starts with an A, because they're clever. Yeah, of course. Yeah, these are some hobbit-looking motherfuckers to me. You've got the cloaks for it. Damn it! Seems like Kristen hasn't really aged either. No, not at all. Give him a thicker beard or something. Right. Ammon One Eye looks like a fucking—he's ready to go. Ammon One Eye looks like he's high as fuck right now. Oh, he's definitely. I think he snorts milk of the poppy. I think that's his thing. You know, just at some point in my life, I kind of want to go and get some sort of like hand-to-hand sword combat training because I want to understand the process of how you like determine or decide on your particular style of holding a sword and like... Mm -hmm the style of moves that you would use to parry and thrust and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just to, I don't know. It's one of those things. Probably never get to do it, but I'd love to see uh, how how you come to those like physical decisions when you're wielding one. You know. Well, I think we can make that happen. Well, I used to train. Know. I used to train people at, at uh, swordplay. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm very well aware and well equipped at uh, sword fighting. 
as it, right. I used to call it. It's called something different. Oh, okay. Retired. <laughs> they always try to be bring, back, bring me back out, but I won't do it. <laughs> now, you would like Sir Garland Tyrell from the Song of Ice and Fire books. He's one of my favorite characters who... If fucking Martin ever finishes the books, like he's being mm. set up in a very Chekhov's gun kind of way. Mm. So he's the older brother of Marjorie Tyrell and of Sir Loris Tyrell, the Knight of Flowers. And mm-hmm. uh, even Sir Loris is like, you know, Sir Loris is like one of the youngest king, King's guards ever uh, next to Jamie right. Lannister. So he's very good at sword fighting, but he's just like, my brother fucking Garland beat the shit out of me at any point. He's like, he, he, trains against six knights and wields two swords every fucking morning because his whole theory is that you're never fighting one-on-one in battle. And you're just like, fucking, I can't wait to see Garland Tyrell fucking tear some shit up. That sounds awesome. Yeah, he sounds fucking great. I like Rainey's a lot. I don't know if it's the actress, but I, there's something about Rainey's that I like. She's like, just seems stoic, and like yeah. she's gonna have a bigger part to play, you know. I agree, and I guess she does kind of at the end of this episode, right? Like we're not expecting yeah. what she does, and I fucking I really dug that. The fucking Valerian hair is awesome. Oh, yeah. Always looks cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder if part... Just, I'm just talking this out for the first time, so maybe I'm off my ass, but... Sir. I wonder if part of the cinematography choices revolve around the fact that they have to do wonky color balancing because of all of these people with light-skinned hair, or uh, light hair, light-colored mm-hmm. hair. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, I wonder if that at all presents an issue when you have like two figures against a backdrop like that like you really need to make them pop yeah, fuck well, maybe i just figured this out yeah with the heart tree in the back yeah so maybe right. just kind of bring down a lot of the saturation yeah it's kind of mute a lot of the other stuff i mean not a lot but you can still see a lot of things pop but yeah mm-hmm. maybe right I did not this. now I'm trying to remember. Yeah, so we don't see Leonor's ultimate fate. We just know that he was on a a boat. He was on a dinghy with his dinghy, right? Headed right, somewhere. exactly. Using a, yeah, okay. his dinghy to uh, right. row the dinghy. Right. In somebody's butt. Well. Rainier is, uh, so I, I liked her when she was the previous actress, but I, I actually like her now as well. Uh, it's pretty, pretty good casting in both eras for me. I gotta agree. I gotta agree. Especially, I don't know, the time jumps are jarring. They seem to be too mm. many, but she seems to be more on, she, her acting seems to be on more solid ground and like, almost like coming into her own agency, I mm. guess. Not that she... Yeah. She'd always been like a headstrong person, but 
I think she's adulthood is she's wearing that well. In other words. Mm. I don't know why they'd be in the God's Word. Maybe because like nobody goes there because yeah. they're all Southerners. Little, little privacy, nobody, yeah, yeah, exactly. Nobody really worships the old gods mm-hmm. in the South. Fucking a! This is a fucking Airbnb we stayed at. Just potions and shit just constantly on. Fucking humidifiers. Like, there's like a healing salve in the corner for you. Just like, mm-hmm. can I just have a sink, man? I liked it for the, the Rhaenyra casting. Obviously, like, she, the two actresses resemble each other, but they also, to me, they also have like a very, like, faint, strange look. Yeah. In, mm-hmm. in kind of the same way, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty, pretty good. Absolutely. I mean, they kind of made Danny that way too, right? Where she seemed. I mean, and, and uh, what's her name? Amelia Clark. She's a brunette actress, and right. you know, just throwing that wig on her, lightening up those eyebrows, just makes her seem like from another fucking planet. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Kind of brings you into the whole fantasy realm. Oh yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, the more. Uh... More you can add to the the fucking mise en scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Man, I feel fucking so bad. Again, me feeling bad for Viserys is all Patty, because it's right. not in the book that way, you know. Mm. And even if you can say the writing, sure, but like he's not doing. There's not. He does. It's not like he has a lot of dialogue. And you know the direction seems simple. Hey, uh, Patty, can you just yeah lay down there and fucking writhe in your bed? Like there's fucking crabs in your stomach or something. I mean, we will never see these documentaries, but man, what I love to see some of the folks who worked on both shows talking about if there's a, well, there must be, but talking about working with like, you know, fucking D and D on the last series and then working with whoever the showrunner is here. Mm -hmm. And talking about you know where where we have this book we know where this story goes but we also have the benefit of martin being able to help us put together some story beats and dialogue that you know maybe aren't in the novel but we're still in his head while he was writing it yes 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 absolutely i almost wonder if they had a fallen out i've been thinking about that lately hmm or if ah. Benioff and uh, I forget the other guy's name. Uh, Weiss. Weiss, yeah. If they kind of purposely tanked it and just fell on their sword, as it were, to keep people off the scent of what the ending is going to be in the books. Huh. But then the, another level to that is we're probably not going to get the fucking books if we're being honest, you know? Yeah, probably not. So I just looked up Benny off to see what he's up to these days. I think they both play in uh, 
Joe Manganiello has a uh, like a fucking celebrity D and D game. I'm pretty sure those two assholes show up for it, and they like really? put it on YouTube every month. Yeah. Damn. Okay, he's the executive producer on the Three Body Problem. Don't know what that is. Okay. Ooh. Um, well, it says untitled Max Bornstein Game of Thrones spinoff. And then untitled Car- Carly Ray, Game of Thrones spinoff as well. Jeez. Oh, oh, when fucking Viserys takes off like his robe, then you're just like, okay, now it makes sense. While you're wi- writhing around so much, you literally have holes in your body. Right. This bothers me, fucking Otto Hightower on the throne. I want to know, <laughs> it's a stupid little detail, I want to know how all these uh, swords all around get uh, removed. It's a really, story really great movie. point. <laughs> the rogue prince, dog. The rogue prince. Uh, My guy. This was this was some shit. This was some fucking shit, dude. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. My heart soared a little bit when fucking King Viserys walks in. Oh, dude. Just uh, it, oh, the man. fucking best. The best. It's just like I gotta get in there again. Again, my fucking boy and I were talking last night, mm. and the first thing he says about this show, he's like, "Dude, what was what was your shit in this episode?" Mm-hmm. And I uh, I mentioned uh, another scene that's coming up, but he was okay. like, "Dude, my shit and yours is Viserys enters the motherfucking throne room," and I just said, "Yes, yeah, yes." There's a. Yes. Um... I don't know if you remember, but in the Song of Ice and Fire books, I believe it's in book four. <clears throat> do you remember when Dorn starts to become a thing? Sand snakes. Mm. Yes. And one yeah. of them is the niece. She's not a sand snake, but she's the niece of the Red Viper. Mm. And her dad is actually the, the ruler of Dorn. He's a prince. Now, they can... the the, the Dornish people still hold their old titles of prince. You can still be a prince. But um, Doran was the oldest, so he rules uh, Sunspear, the capital of Dorne. And his daughter, he is like, all right, now it's your time to, like, I have, I've had this plan for a while. Red Viper fucked it up by getting his head crushed in. So now, like, we, we're going to have to accelerate this plan or whatever. And she mentions in the book... She goes, uh, you know, and Doran is a sick man. He's got gout, you know, he's just swollen and he, he's just all fucked up and basically confined to a chair for a lot of the time. And his, uh, his sworn sword, uh, like picks him up and puts him to bed, that kind of thing. But she mentions at some point, and so it's one of my favorite little parts. Oh my, this is my boy right here. So I'll finish this real quick. But, um, one of my favorite little parts is the fact that she goes, he stands up and comes towards me and kneels 
And like she knows how important the moment is because she knows how much pain it took him to stand up and then kneel down and just go, daughter, you got to do this for the fucking for fucking house Martell and shit. That's what I feel when I when I watch this fucking scene. It's like, yeah. oh my god, this dude! Like, this is not just like I'm gonna. I'm, y'all must have fucking forgot about Dre. You know, it's not even that. Exactly. It's, just, <laughs> it's it's just a commitment to love. You know what I mean? Like he just he's got to let he does have to let everybody know. Don't get me wrong. He does have to let everybody know that hey, I'm still the fucking king here. And, like, I fucking rule. And, like, all you bitches fucking arguing and shit, shut the fuck up. But it's it's all about love, too, because he doesn't want to fucking see everybody. He doesn't want to see all his family fucking fighting. You know, he doesn't want to leave a war behind him. I love this whole sequence because it really... I I, got to tell you, even if this season tanks from this point on... I will definitely remember Viserys because Viserys is such an interesting character. You know, we meet him and we get to know him as a fairly benevolent king. Maybe at first one that's uh, partially, I don't want to say unaware, but like kind of aloof, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And you see him do what he feels he must as his duty to the realm in order to protect and, you know, proliferate his family even if it means his first, uh, was it, cousin-wife dies from trying to have a son and just literally dedicating everything that he has for the throne and eventually having to remarry and mm-hmm. have more kids and all this stuff that like his station requires. But it's incredible how moral he comes across in my Definitely. eyes. Like, yeah, absolutely. He, like, he, he, he really... Oh, this seems so good. <laughs> oh, my Dude, the God. Fact that it's, he's like, fuck off. And he just sees his brother. Right. And his brother's like, let's go, bro. He's like, all right, let's yeah. do this. Fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Fucking great. I just love <sighs> that fucking Damon is such a – he's a badass. He's a rebel. Mm. He's the rogue prince. But he's still like – he'll submit easily to his brother. Right. Like he has no problem doing that. And I just – I love that about his character. Okay, so the on the nose, on the face thing I was talking about. It, so, do you get the his half his uh, fucking eyes wide shut mask half mascara as a reference to something? No. So, Danny's brother in the first season of Game of Thrones, yeah. his name was Viserys. Mm-hmm. And how did he die? Oh, uh, <laughs> see that it kind of annoys me though. Not needed. I don't even know if it's a nice touch. It kind of annoys me a little bit. I don't know that I would see that as a reference though. Oh, really? Like I, I feel like it's almost just kind of happenstance that like that would be a gold mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of like a whisper to me. If it is a reference, I actually kind of like it because it's not. It's like you said. I didn't. I didn't necessarily think of that until you mentioned it. And now, I don't know. It feels kind of subtle to me. Maybe I'm. I'm, Like that's perfect. Yeah, that's good. I mean, if you know, one thing I thought of was Allison wearing the Queen Mother. uh, You know, get up there. 
mm-hmm. uh, immediately reminded me of um, Cersei. Yes, yes. And also the scene. I was actually going to ask you, but I didn't know if it was uh, maybe too obvious, but in the scene where she's talking to the girl that Aegon raped, mm. I think she came off a little Cersei in that scene. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's funny, too, because if you think of that, and then you think of where we meet Cersei in the story, mm-hmm. it almost makes you want to spend a little time with her when she was Alicent's age when we met Alicent in this series. Yes. You know, because we've seen, like, a change in that character. And it, it would be interesting to see if this story started, like, now, mm-hmm. how Alicent would come across. Like, she's coming across as somebody who gives no fucks, but I think people would be much more on board with her just being a huge cunt. Mm-hmm. Vaymond. Vaymond might be. <laughs> this is where he just fucking he loses it though. Yeah. You know, fucking uh Rainis was like, what do you fucking talk about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I do like the cut the shots cut back to uh the rogue prince and he's just like slyly smiling he's like i just keep, right, i'm gonna right. cut this motherfucker's head off right <laughs> our house survived the doom fucking crazy ass bastard what are you doing oh. death wish he would have no support. How could he think he has any supporters by yelling at the king? At the king. Now, if he was yelling at Otto Hightower, the hand, that'd be one thing. He's yelling at the fucking king in his own court with his brother and his whole family there. Yeah. What a fucking dumbass. <laughs> Starting some hood shit, son. Mm-hmm. Rotten fucking teeth. Oh. It'd be hilarious. Oh. Oh, oh my god! Look at the tongue. Look at the tongue. <laughs> <laughs> now, what if what if uh, Viserys, mere moments from death, you know, just knocking on the door of death, did the whole thing like when Vayman calls his daughter a whore. Hmm. Does he responds with that whole? old joke, that old street joke of no, uh, Lord Vayman. A bitch is somebody who fucks everyone. A whore fucks everyone but you. And then fucking Damon cuts his head off right there. Boom. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Maybe the silence. And then you'd have like some Canadian there. guy show up and, and you know, just. He doesn't know everything he got in his life. It's true, Law. You know where Law will would not be welcomed at? In the fucking mm. Hall of the Silent Sisters. <laughs> He'd be like, you're too fucking loud. Shut up. He's like, uh, let me go to my safe space. <laughs> you fucking Brian Tyree honey right over here. Fucking looks like somebody. Can't place it. Paperboy. Brian Tyree. A little bit. A little, little bit, bit, yeah. Yeah, same face shape. 
Yeah, definitely. God, I could see him. He's a fucking, he's a comedian. He he was doing this, this is oh, not happening before I, Ari Shafir was. Yes, yes. Um, fuck. He was a Daily Show guy. Yeah. Been on Rogan a few times. Yeah. Um, God oh, damn it. But it, it, it's him, though. Like, with a mustache, it's the same guy. Absolutely. Yeah, that same round face. Will Harris? No, not Will Harris. Wood Harris? No, that's fucking... So I th- at this point, what is Rainey's thinking? She's she's just like, fuck. I I gotta I gotta throw in with my my niece. I do think that the show has done a good job of look. These are two. Houses divided, basically. There's supposed to be one house, but there are two houses divided, at least two factions. And it's it almost seems like Allison and Rhaenyra kind of long for the older days of when they were just friends. Like, you see that yeah. in, like, unspoken looks that they give each other? And I really, yep. really dig that. It's great characterization. That there's hair. some oh, my stuff. God. So cool. <laughs> Um, but but there's a lot of stuff that they've they've really there have been curious choices, but stuff like that makes the time jumps really cool. Like like narr- yes. like like as a story function, a very cool thing that they've been able to like. I don't know, call some, or calls the wrong word. Uh, yeah, I hear it to me. Yep. Harvest some history, I guess, mm-hmm. between those jumps. You know. <laughs> David's like this bitch is gonna fucking bring that asshole up. Right he's like he's like Jamie Jamie Lannister if he was a Targaryen, right? <laughs> they hadn't fucked his own family member, so you know, pretty spot. Yeah, Same, nine, yeah. nine things out of ten, not bad. Right there. <laughs> I just like, I, I just love when we cut back to Viserys and he's just like, <laughs> he's just right, leaning right. over, just all fucked up. And all you know, say what you want about Viserys and his ruling style and how bad he looks. Look mm. at his fucking cloak. Look what he's oh, wearing. Dude. He couldn't be more fucking gangster Targaryen at this point. Uh, I would just be like, shit. get those fucking green tunics off my sons. Put fucking our house is black and red. How fucking ridiculous that that like situation is for both of them though. It's like you're you're <laughs> you're making fun of your cousin mm-hmm. fucking their other cousin now, <laughs> 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 and that's not the joke. Like yeah, yeah, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What a piece of shit. By the way, did you see the? pommel or the the top the handle of Viserys's cane I was gonna ask if there was some lore behind that but it, it looks like some of the stuff he was carving in uh previous episodes oh yeah that's even cooler I I mean I don't know it's not part of the lore but uh it, it just looks like a dragon we have a fucking dragon yeah 
And the fact that he probably carved that is pretty awesome. Uh, here we go. And there's just a fucking red beam. A red beam mm. from the memes. Just come out. Wow. I didn't know fucking Gus Fring was showing up here. Yo! <laughs> I love to be attacked by a bunch of kid zombies so I could just beat the living fuck out of them. That's oh, beautiful. So I wasn't going to play that there. I was actually supposed to play this one. Uh, this one. OG zombie! <laughs> so excited. I mean, half of his fucking cheek is off, too. So, um, another show that I I think I recommended to you a little while ago, For All Mankind. Um, Yes. There's a a big part of the plot of that show in season two where um, a gesture, it it becomes this, like, really central plot point. Mm -hmm. And the idea behind and the reasons why making that gesture would be significant. And you see how that situation plays out and it proves that the people who thought it would be a big deal were correct. It, it absolutely is and will always be a big deal. Um, this reminds me of that a bit where like Viserys understands that with whatever else he has left and for the sake of the realm and his family, he, he needs to not only be here, but he needs to, he needs to show that regardless of what's happened in the past, this is what la- this is the legacy. This is what lives on. Like this is mm-hmm. regardless of everything, you need to put that shit aside and understand that like we we, we none of us have all the time in the world. Yes, yeah, and you got to do something now. Yeah, it's almost like that. Uh, was that the end of the first or second season of Sopranos when Tony's eating with his family, I love and he's like doing the cheers. He's doing right. like a salute thing and he's talking to his family and he's just like, you know, whatever happened. Th- these are the things that you, these are the things you remember, the good times. I don't know why I turned <laughs> into Adam Sandler there, but I get confused. Johnny you know Rings. No. <laughs> oh, the footy table. I think I, I I do love the Cersei Allison comparisons. Allison is coming off more, I think, empathetic. Like maybe just like visually, like in your facial expressions and stuff like that. Whereas I don't think Cersei. I mean, she was just fucking cold blooded, man. Cold blooded queen. She was, but at the same time, I, I think it, it would be really interesting to see if you started with Cersei when she was 13 years old, how would that, like, would you still see her as such a fucking bitch? Well, she killed her friend. Remember that? Remember sure. They, they went to the fucking uh, Woods Witch or whatever. Oh, that's right. That that uh, <laughs> she that was a flashback, her. right? It was a flashback, yeah. She fucking killed her friend. Uh, all right, maybe she always was a cunt then. Because <laughs> the Woods Witch told her, you'll... What was it? Um, you'll be betrayed three times. Once for love, once for gold, and once for revenge or spite or something like that. And her friend had a crush on Jamie. And, of course, <clears throat> that's a no-go. So her, she fucking threw her friend on a well. 
Yeah, these kids couldn't be less fucking Targaryen. <laughs> if a fucking they tried to jump on a dragon and it kicked them off. See, that fucking Ammon One Eye is awesome, dude. That dude is gonna fucking wreck some shit. I feel. Yeah, it. dude. I mean, I just love the way he's contorting his face in that with the eye patch too. It looks so good. Just looks like a piece of shit. Yeah, sniveling, yes, like, exactly, you know, yeah. long-nosed fucking British aristocratic fuck. But, like, Jamie Lannister could really fuck you up, though. Absolutely. You know, it's not like I'm going to hide behind my wealth, because I got that. But, I'll, let's go outside. He looks like the oldest, by the way. He looks way older than fucking Aegon. I agree. See, I gotta find her name, because I thought her name was Bela. The one giving the toast right now. (laughs) He mostly ignores you except sometimes when he's drunk. Oh, God. So it looks like we get 11 episodes. I thought we... Now, Game of Thrones is 10 episodes, right? Yeah. We have 11? House of the Dragon is one mole. Oh, wait. No, it says 10 episodes. My bad. What? No, it says 10 here and then 11 on the other screen. Whatever. The Lord 10 on one of my sources. Okay, let's see. So, I'm going to go with 10. Elena is her name. And that is Viserys and Alicent's daughter. The ones that, that's dancing right now. Viserys and Alicent's daughter, who is... Wait, wait, so she's... So she would be the sister of Aegon and Ammon. Ammon. Right, but didn't she just say he leaves me alone, alone except for when he's drunk sometimes? Oh yeah, they're fucking. Oh, Jesus. Gotta keep it in the family, eh? <laughs> I want fucking Mac DeMarco to come back. He was great. He was a fucking shit star. Oh, Viserys. There is a character... I think... I don't think it's after this. I think it's before... This era, it's before this whole storyline, so maybe a hundred years before the storyline or whatever. Okay. Where a Targaryen, female Targaryen, is does not want to be part of the monarchy or anything like that. Doesn't want to be part of court. Has no interest. She's basically a Arya carbon copy. Okay. And she sets sail past the Sunset Sea, which is what Arya does at the end of Game of Thrones. Which is like Martin loves just bringing up the same character centuries before and then naming them Barya or whatever. And just like, huh? Eh? Eh? 
But this mm. character, this Targaryen, uh, is sets sail, and then when she comes back, she's so fucked up. She spends like weeks being tended to by maesters because there's like worms and dragons underneath her skin. And she's got all these boils, and when they pop the boils, these, like, fireworms come out. And nobody knows, like, how she eventually dies. They just talk about, like, oh, they heard screams for a fortnight and all that fucking shit. But the legend is, like, she... Whatever she went to and came back, it... She just got eaten alive. And it makes me think of what Viserys is going through. Very reminiscent. Well, I mean, we don't... It, it doesn't look like grayscale, but it's... it's I mean, it's something leprosy or yeah. whatever. But yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Mm-hmm. You get the sense that, like, you know, based on the fact that the teeth are, are like, black, mm-hmm. I mean, the teeth are rotting out. Like, what else yeah. on him is just, like, decaying while he's still alive? Like, fuck, man. I do like these two fucking staring each other down. It was a good scene. Yeah. Was a good scene. Oh, looked away. He smitted. Oh, <laughs> Look at fucking David. David's like, yeah, bitch, walk away, bitch, walk away. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, that Damon is an adult, and he's just like, yeah, I'll be at court, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, walk away, motherfucker. Yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. what I thought, bitch. Get the fuck out of here. I'll return on Dragonback. Fuck yeah, dude. That's what's up. How much do you think adjusted for inflation Dragon Uber would be? Hmm. Like what, 80% more than an Uber X? I would... Man, almost double, I would think. Yeah, I mean, I'm not paying it, so... I mean, you're getting there quicker. Not only are you getting there quicker, but... The dragon rider who's 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 taking you is also pointing out sites and like there's fucking uh, you know the barrelands over there. There's fucking uh, Winterfell. Here's the fingers. You know he's he's doing his job. It's not just mm-hmm. a fucking Uber ride taking you back to Dragonstone. He's actually kind of like a tour guide in a lot of ways. Okay. Okay. Do you make heads or tails of that scene right there? I don't know what that means. I, I wanted to ask you, but the only thing mm-hmm. I could think of was it's either A, trying to set up just that the, I don't know, queen of the whores, whoever the fuck that was, mm-hmm. uh, has somebody in in uh, King's Landing, or yeah, yeah, yeah. it's trying to sabotage Aegon by... Providing false bitter tea for the uh, the maid to drink oh, in that shit. moment. I didn't even consider that second one. Yeah, because it's the same person. I, I just I don't know. That, oh, that was is? the first thing I thought of. Oh, damn. yeah, yeah. That's the yeah the red haired uh, servant oh, in that scene. So I think I I thought the person that the servant girl was talking to looked hmm. like. Damon's old older wife, like her. Oh, it is. Um, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, okay, so she's c- causing chaos on her own. Mm. 
without I mean I don't think she she's there on Damon's leave or anything like that. Right. Right. Oh. But I just don't know to what end or like, you know, sure. to what point in purpose, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it breaks my heart to see fucking Viserys like this. You know, this kind of reminds me of too, to the end of the Deadwood movie with Swearingen. Oh, damn. Let him fucking stay. <laughs> Good shit. Now, I don't know what the utility of including the legend of the Song of Ice and Fire is. I don't know what the purpose is, story-wise, mm. for including that in the show, other than to be like, eh? Eh? We're bringing it back. It's all part of the same story. It's the same universe. Fucking Game of Thrones style. You guys remember Prince was promised? He's saying it now. <laughs> JD's looking good right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh, yeah. Now, less accessories, like, as far as, like, necklaces and jewelry and rings and stuff. Mm. I mean, Johnny Depp has ten times the amount of accessories that fucking Queen Allison has right now, and she's a queen. Sure. Sure. Which is fucking nuts on its own. Just think about a, a grown man having way more accessories. Uh, yeah, but he, you know, he has to balance it out since he got part of his pinky ripped off or whatever. So. And that's the blade that Arya used to take out the Night's King, right? I think we're supposed to think that, yeah. Which is yeah. in the beginning of the series, right? Of the series? Okay. Uh, House of the Dragon, it came out. I think. The series is fucking around with that. No more. Yeah. I mean, it just fucking kill me. Just kill me. If this right. is my life where I'm just writhing around in bed in pain and Milk of the Poppy does nothing all day, just fucking kill me. Feed me to my dragon. Yeah. I'll go out like fucking Leonor Valerian and shit. That's right. What, like getting railed on a dinghy? I mean... <laughs> oh, wait. That, <laughs> Lena. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> 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 I'm in so much pain, Alicent. Fetch a young boy to fuck me up the ass <laughs> and send me to my death and have my dragon. Let it, let it be ended. Uh, not quite dead yet. Can you fuck me one more time, please? No, leave it dry. <laughs> Milk and a puppy, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I guess that edible kicked in. Jesus Christ. I think so. I think so. Oh, my God. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the episode eight Lord of the Tides commentary. And I like that Lord of the Tides. That is the moniker given to the Lord of House Valarian. And as we see, the tide is flowing in the Targaryen's favor. That was really bad. Oh, boy. Uh, 708-406-9546. Let us know how badly that pun was and how much uh, more fact-checking we need in this show and all the other things we do on BingeMedia.net. 
Because mm. uh, yeah. it's always well-received. Say that. Well, it's always a good idea to, uh, you know, put up direct uh, links and references on, you know, really just like critiquing us on how we should be doing our shit. That's sure. very helpful. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, patreon.com slash binge media right now at this moment. You can get the rest of the 31 horror movie commentaries that Pete Law should. I've been on one, Jack. You've been on a couple, and others yeah, will be on till the end of the month. And Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, I'm just now. I'm not just listing social media platforms, and that's stupid. That means the edibles really kicked in. We gotta go. Bye. You've been listening to the Binge Media Podcast Network at BingeMedia.net. Support the show by donating on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Binge Media. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Yay. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yay. And don't forget. Shut up. I'm waiting. I'm alive.